Ride, your lady, ride. Okay, gotta so treat your lady, ride. You gotta treat your lady, ride. Was it 70s funk feminist anthem? You gotta treat your lady, ride. Gotta treat them. I'm not having these men scary women. Cause you've gotta treat your lady, ride. Give her a Okay, hello and welcome hello. to the show. This is um, this is it. This is it. You're listening to it. We're live. It's finally it. We, we've got Horatio Gould and Andrew Kerwin back on the airwaves. Many people have tried to get us off the airways for our whole lives we've been up against. We've received some really horrible emails. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, I'd love to be sitting here saying we're above it. We're not. They we're hurt not. us every time. Um, I've been strong as a gal, Ben. <laughs> yeah, there's been a because you know in the in the media there's a big narrative of hate is gonna hate. Well, actually, hate is gonna hate, and they're gonna hurt our feelings. And they're gonna hurt our feelings. It doesn't. Hate is gonna hate doesn't actually say anything about the recipient of the hate. Yeah. So wh- how about how about humans gonna feel? Humans gonna feel. <laughs> Let's fucking try that one on the size. <laughs> and I really regret. Ever Boys gone wild. Humans gonna, gonna feel. feel. Yeah. I'm. Re- I really regret ever saying my email address on. Yeah, I did that was probably yeah. You said, when you said send send as much hate as you want, guys. Yeah, and then the first piece. It was like four months ago I said that, yeah. and I've just about had enough hate. <laughs> it's been every day. I mean, you had enough hate from the first bit of hate. From the to first honest, bit you of didn't hate, yeah. handle. I, I woke up the next day for a full inbox of hate, and it was enough already. Yeah. After the first email, I think I the first enough. email was a lovely thing about how great the podcast is, and then mm. I think they said they made fun of your like your your dress sense, saying it was a bit silly, and that broke you, did even it? though most of it was complimentary yeah. just one small one small one small thing something weird. And you just couldn't you couldn't well, they, deal with it they, the neurosis swelling on your head they actually we don't have any hate um which is a a bit of a shame because you know this is this is a problem i'm starting to find with the polarization of the internet mm. where everyone's in their little niches yeah if you're listening to this you like what we do and we sort of our kind of brand is that we're sort of we're just saying what what people are too scared to say, mm. but then everyone listening to us is fine with yeah. us saying it. We've we had absolutely no backlash. We prefer the same amount of views, but all down votes. Oh, we, I'd like to. And I'd instead like of to comments be, saying yeah. "nice episode" again this week, full of laughs, just why the fuck do you guys exist, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's like when we It'd be were, a lot more fulfilling. Yeah, when we're on student radio and we got our current flatmate Taha to come on for a brief mm. episode, he talked about um, um, fingering a woman, a woman and then she shat. Pooed, yeah, in she the bed, shat herself. In the bed, and then uh, there was not fu- there was great fu- family radio. It wasn't for good family radio. And then there was a, a there was a, a call in uh, uh, claiming that yeah, it was it was vulgar and disgusting. which was pretty fair enough, but then it felt. Yeah. Good, you we know. got banned for a few weeks. We did get banned for but a few weeks. But we've got to be fighting against some sort of man. At the moment, we we're got not no fighting man. against anyone. That is the problem with YouTube and podcasts, is that we it's very much do what you guys want. Uh, I want an evil producer who's trying to make us sell out and we fight yeah, yeah. against him. So we can talk about we it in interview. We have too much like, freedom. I want to be I like... I know we'd have an excuse for the poor content that we create. You know how cool those stars look? You know how cool it is when Chappelle talks about the Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah. He does like one of the biggest shows ever and then yeah. slags it off. 
that's my dream. Yeah, yeah. I want to do a hit okay. show. And, and then in 10 it. years later, have an interview saying, yeah, behind the scenes, they're all just trying to change my vision and stuff like that. That's why I have to leave. Yeah. Boys and Wilds, we, we run it ourselves. We Well, what a lot of modern day podcasts have now is like a producer sitting over there. Yeah. So I think we should open up applications for a, this kind of producer. But they have to be very capitalist, um, very right wing, wanting to say incredibly PC at the same time, though. Forcing us to say things and change the content. Just contrarian. We just we apply if you're contrary. Yeah. We need a contrary Mary. Well, I think we just need. A, I, I think we we're going to start getting some third man uh, comedians oh. in. Let's uh, get some new puss up in here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that's that. I've been what, saying for a while. What if I get a female comedian in? Then that, that that's, that's that, new dick. That, that's that, new cock. Yeah, but the way you've said that is kind of like. No, we need some. It new won't fly. No, that's new cock. We need some new piss. Oh, oh no. <laughs> No one wants that. No one wants new piss up in here. <laughs> I was trying to sing. We need some more piss in here. But said, like, I, we need some, some more, more piss. piss. And that was at the end. <laughs> no, we don't. We're good for piss. So, yeah, we want some puss and cock. We want some new puss and We want cock. some fresh puss and cock. <laughs> With our cocks are old. Our pusses are stale. We need yeah. some fresh puss and cock to yeah. really dive into this now. I think we've always thrived best. Uh, with a third man. If you listen back to the old radio show, just having n- preferably an older person. We need a whipping boy. Yeah, someone who we can just double team because it dunt. is relentless. It's great because they're kind of scared to <laughs> imp say anything. <laughs> yeah. So mostly it's just a barrage of us do shouting. As opposed, to this, as opposed to tennis, which is yeah. what this is, just pow, pow. Instead, it's like a uh, sore ass. <laughs> Red yeah. Yeah, but yeah. You read us and saw us. It's in culture. I guess it is. Yeah, I, I, I grew up in London, so. Hashtag BuzzFeed article. You don't know where you are in the UK, depending on what you call this. And it's a roll or a bun. Some people call it a bar yeah. cake. You know, BuzzFeed, you know BuzzFeed are the, um, are like one of the top investigative journalist companies. Did you know the Bu- BuzzFeed was set up by the Nazis? No. Yeah. No. It was set up by the Nazis. Really? Yeah. Who? Hitler. Wow. Adolf when? Hitler. When did he set it up? 1945. No, that was the year that... He died. It was his <laughs> legacy. <laughs> Hitler? You know, like Volkswagen. Yeah. It's set up by the Nazis. It was like a Nazi company. Yeah. Or funded by the Nazis. Yeah. So it was BuzzFeed. Really? Yeah. BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed, yeah. It was Hitler's passion project. <laughs> BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed, yeah. But they only sort of like became big in like 2011. Yeah, no, but it started off as like a pamphlet just saying how bad Jews are. Okay. And it kind of expanded into the internet. How much do you hate Jews? And then it's like a so questionnaire. So it was, it was like racist tick boxes. Yeah. And then it was like, if you're that, you're probably a Jew. What you you turn over the pages of the pamphlet? Yeah. And you if you tick day. Yeah, and go then there'll be D. like a graph where you top up <laughs> your own results. Well, I can imagine that didn't really take off that well. Uh, well, it did in Nazi Germany. Okay. Yeah. And then, but and it then was, they it had was a made quiet, in 1945. They had though. a quiet few decades, but then a when lot, they realized a lo- that was like that was like seven decades. Yeah, because maybe like, eight. Yeah, because anti-Semitism gladly went down. Um, but then they were like, maybe we can remarket and be like, what kind of teacup are you instead? That is fascinating. I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't. That's a real shock. Of course. And that's why they call it BuzzFeed. Why? <laughs> no, the only thing I can think of is too <laughs> offensive to say. So I'm not going to do it. What, feeding buzzers? Nah. 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 Why is it called BuzzFeed? Because it's like a buzz on your feed. Yes. Uh, so uh, how, how's your week been? Do you know what other company was funded by the Nazis? Go on, tell me. 
please tell me you knew what it was before you asked the question. Not a clue. <laughs> That's such poor radio. It's really poor radio. <laughs> That's such poor radio. I don't come here for professionalism. No, dead air is a crime. Yeah. That is the only but crime. We'd in have you heard of comedic timing? Clearly not. I was at your last stand-up show. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, I'm all right. Anything happened yeah, to you? Yeah, nothing's... What happened to me? I saw a famous person. Oh yeah. So I've been getting. I think if I've been really, I become obsessed with this type of this one music videos by Jungle, who are a band. Um, it's like the dancing. Yeah, the dancing six. It's really cool. Yeah. Just go and check them out. The one Picasso is really cool. Yeah, it's good. That's a good video. Um, and there's they have the same dancers coming in throughout a lot of it. I'm worried that's covering your face. No, no. Just do you see how I managed? To there we go. That's good. Good. Carry on. Because I'm more of a sloucher, yeah. you're more of a pansy. Yeah. So there's, there's, they they use the same dances throughout video, throughout many of their videos, and there's this one woman in it who's, you have I shown you these videos? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the woman in it, who's very beautiful, I'm in love with her, she's a great dancer. Um, I saw it at the train station. No way. Yeah, yeah. I went. I was. I was pretty You've been obsessed with those. Vids. I'm a bit obsessed with her, yeah, and especially. And you yeah, get I'm to saw her. I saw her. She was that's waiting for a train. Of, that's when you're in the big city. You yeah. just see the stars. Yeah, you see all the stars in the street. I mean, right. So, I was walking down. I'd, I'd had a few beverages. I was on my way from one party to the other. You didn't. Hashtag every you didn't, Saturday. You didn't verbally assault her, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't verbally assault her. So I went. I was standing at the train. I saw her come down the stairs and then just kind of immediately rang Adam. Because he's also a big fan of them. Yeah. And she then kind of walked past, and I was quite drunk, and I was sh I realized I might have been shouting it a bit on the phone. Okay. So like, it's, oh it's, my it, god, it's, it's her from the music videos. <laughs> it's her. She's standing right there. She looks so cool. I'm in love with her. You're sat next to her. In the oh bus my stop. god. <laughs> she was just standing. It was on the bus. We were both just standing like that. <laughs> You've got AirPods. Oh in. my god, it's her. <laughs> She's looking right at wireless. me. <laughs> so I realized I didn't contain my excitement that effectively. No. And she like turned around and looked at me. So we we caught eye contact, which is oh, all you which is all you, you really want. want. You want to register. So I, I panicked for a bit, um, and then said I should probably stop and stop speaking so loudly. Um, and then I realised she had AirPods in. So I think we're good. I think we're right. Um, but also she's not famous. Like I don't. Yeah. I, when you said famous people, she's yeah. not famous at all. She's not famous. At all. She she does. She must not get approached often at all because she's not that famous. Yeah. You um, kind of what you have you fantasized about her. Oh yeah. Romantically. Yeah, romantically. Yeah. You know, kind of like sweeping her off her legs with doves flying everywhere. Are you imagining with her because obviously you've had you, you you enjoy her dancing, you respect her a lot, but you can't help that you're also incredibly sexually attracted to her. So do you think in some of your um, downtime when you're not being a, a knob <laughs> You got, everyone's got to take a break sometimes. <laughs> when you're not, when you're not up, going up and down the city being a knob. Being a knob <laughs> In a different postcode. Yeah. When you're taking a break from being an absolute plonker. When mm. um, I, I get into bed and tuck myself in at night. I think you've had a fantasy of her dancing <laughs> and everyone going like, wow, isn't she amazing? And then you come in and you dance the shit out of. It. And I beat her. You beat her, and uh, she then says, I "Please have sex never. with me, please." And you're like, "Fine." I would never. I would never. I fantasize about our first dance at a marriage, sure, at a wedding. I've never. Do you outdance her? No. 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 No, because then she'd become less attractive to me. Yeah. Is it kind of a flash mob type type thing at the first dance of your wedding, where we all? No, it's it? aggressively choreographed, <laughs> like to, to the point. So a bit like the Casio music video, where I'll be sitting having a drink, and then the music will come on. <laughs> 
but then it's so like well co- it's choreographed to such a realist aspect that people don't even know it's a dance at that point mm. so it's like people aren't really paying attention and then it just kind of happens and that is the truest form of dance when no one's watching okay um so i was thinking i would i was if she because she the train just arrived and she went straight up to it because of course she had a train planned you don't get to where she is and look as beautiful as she is if you don't plan your trains M- dickhead I was oh, never she really. nailed it time wise she nailed it time wise yeah, I was there with a can of Stella in my hand sitting on sitting on the bench wrong, waiting for the next platform. train wrong platform <laughs> no idea what day it is I was not I'm not ready for her yet give me a, give me a year enough. or so give me a year or so and I'll be ready for her I'll be standing at that yeah, train yeah you don't before. want her to see you like this no she's not <laughs> I, I, I'm not ready she's for your her. forever woman she is, really is so <laughs> I, I think what I'm going to do is when I'm ready for her, I'm going to wear a suit and ha- get flowers and stand at that train platform Wife her up, man. Yeah. Wife, wi- you got to wife that hoe <laughs> up. <laughs> Look, she's wifey material. She's wifey material. She's wifey material. She's my forever girl. Mm. Um, but I want to do that and so hold flowers out and pay, play the script. Um, the man who can't be moved? Going back to the corner no, where I first saw you. Gonna camp in my sleeping bag. bag. I'm not gonna, not gonna move. move. So I don't take that as much as a song more as a blueprint of how to win a woman. Yeah, that, that... Go back to wherever you first saw her and just camp there. Yeah, I feel... Um, looking back on the script and even that song, it really... It's quite harrowing when you start to unpick it. Because one, yeah. that band were one of the worst things, in my opinion. Yeah. And like, I, Irish people... Famously, are actually some of the most liked people in the world, but they do the worst. Uh, the, the the dark underbelly of Irish society is kind of the script. The script. Um, they're sort of the big. And Mumford and Sons like Western England. No, no, they're posh. They're Londoners. posh. Posh Londoners. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, there are. Well, yeah, I guess so. But I, I believe that's a proper blueprint for what I'm going to do with this woman. But no, because I, I just want to before we maybe dive into the scripts. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> is there a, an aspect because I was like I'll probably if she doesn't I said to myself or probably I said it loudly to Adam on the phone <laughs> if she doesn't get on this train I'm just I'm gonna say hi I'm not a say how would you do it, would you do it? I'd go up to you're, her. You're, not, you're not like I'm a, not a say hi in the slightest because I, I have that in me I, can, I don't I, have I can it do me. it I can do strangers even um, if I saw my favourite person in the world I I, have flirt, I can flirt with people even on if, trains even but if you're I not saw like a, you're not a, a you can what with people on trains I train? can flirt with people on trains what I've got mean? it in my locker. It, uh, famous people? No, just random people. I've got it in my locker. Well, I'm talking about famous people. Okay, I'd fl- I could flirt with a famous person. I think we're missing the point here. I just to let you know. You can flirt. Carry, yeah. Okay, sorry. I didn't yeah, yeah. Rachel got big penis. Those walls up and get defensive. Okay, well, I, I feel like I have to because <laughs> you're making me feel attacked. You put battlements. You're up. making me feel attacked. You've built strong stone walls. Well, they're not strong enough because yeah. I still feel. There's neg- a moat. I still feel. I still There's feel a moat. What's happening? And a drawbridge. Well, the drawbridge is up now. Um. So I would never well because like if for like proper famous people like they get that shit all the time yeah and like uh, Ben and, Stiller no Be- Ben Stiller Danny DeVito <laughs> these men get it all we the time Danny and DeVito women. three times and but all of them have been he's trying to think of random celebrities yeah, yeah. it's been Danny, <laughs> Danny DeVito, DeVito three times it has um but like why would you go up to them and bother them like I don't get it and I I I don't see the point of fucking autographs either. Well, the autographs, no, no one does them anymore. Do they not? It's just Selfie. selfies. Who, Sel- who cares about a scribble on a piece of paper when you got... But imagine, you're back in the 1920s, there's six celebrities. There's Charlie Name Chaplin, um, Buster Keaton, uh, Greta Garbo, um, no. uh, Elizabeth Taylor, um, and the guy who's in The Thief of Baghdad. Um, so you got... You ever heard of Winston Churchill, you <laughs> fucking uncultured He's not a celebrity. Cunt. Yes, he is. He's a saint. He's a... Oh, yeah, fair. <laughs> 
Sorry. Just out. <laughs> I just out British you. Yeah. There. Yeah. That's, I thought that was going to out British. He's you. a hero, is what he is. <laughs> um, do you want to do a Winston Churchill? Oh, I haven't finished my my point about. I'm not that interested. Well, in I'm, that, you can't say that on a two-person podcast. You can't. You can't cut the legs out from what. Fucking what try me. No, because if you have back in the 1920s, you, the autograph was important because you have no, you only have images. If you see them, you got. But then again, even back then, I feel if you saw, yeah, yeah. one of your six, yeah, Buster Keaton, Buster Keaton. Well, he'd probably mime it and run off. Yeah, he and was be, physical comedy. Yeah, physical comedian. But then uh, you had. But you, you had, also seem to think that my point is spans a decade, uh, a century. I was just saying I, I don't see the point in autographs. I don't yeah, mean I, I've always never seen. I think the point, the point is that since selfies came in about fifteen years ago, no yeah. one's been talking about autographs. Yeah, fair. But then now, <laughs> now with the selfie, I kind of like an autograph more. It seems more classy. Yeah, yeah, I think they'd like it as well. Well, because you don't want to. They don't want to fucking be taking pictures all the time. I mean, time. this is what the problem is for celebrities, is they're kind of like, and they're just going like, uh. but, I, but the problem is, the undeniable thing, your friend in a selfie with a celebrity is in inherently hilarious. It's funny, yeah. Any level of fame. Any level of fame. Is funny. It's funny, because like, if it's an E-lister, even more Hilarious. Funny. But if it's an A-lister. Brad Pitt. Uh, okay, imagine yeah. me selfie with me and Brad Pitt. Fucking yeah. amazing. So you can't and then imagine deny- me in a selfie with Keith Jegwin. Fucking hilarious. They're both hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Is that it's like you can always think like, God, look at that. It's so gross. People wanting celebrities just lead selfies with celebrities. But then if you have a shot, I've got a celebrity. Of, uh, I've got a selfie of me and Professor Green. I've had that. That's my only. I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have seen that. It's just funny because you both share in the same space and time. Yeah. It was in Ibiza Airport. <laughs> I, I can picture it, actually. I can picture it. Um, but that's, I don't know. I just can't bring myself. I don't even have any desire to do it when I see him. I had it with her because I think she's not really famous. And I'm a bit obsessed with those music videos and with her. And I think you go She'd up. Love be like, you she would love it. She would love it. And you I'd told her like, about her work. Yeah, I know. Because I'd say, Hello. I'm, I'm not in Bobby. Paul, that's a poor You're, start. Hello. <laughs> yeah, because hello. In reality, I'd be doing a lot better then because I'd be shaking. Going <laughs> up like, um, hello. hello. My name's Andrew. Hello. <sighs> hello. <laughs> I like you. Your motion video good. Um, I'd say hi. How you doing? There we go. That's good. How you doing? Um, I'm Andrew. Um, you don't know me, but I sure as hell know you. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then leave. And then someone else parts, and you go shuddy right there. That's my beat. Wait, someone else parts? No, someone else passes you. Okay. And you yeah. to them go, shoddy right, right there. there. That's my beat. And she goes, no, I'm not. <laughs> and then I go, well, not yet. Shoddy right there. there. That's my, my beat. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm a big fan of the Jungle music videos, and I think you're great in them. And I'd say what I liked about them, and then I'd say, I'll let you catch a train. And then whisper, love you. Well, as, as the doors are closing. As the doors are closing. And then pretend that we've just said a longing goodbye as yeah. if she's going off to war yeah it's like you might never see her again you yeah. Wa- yeah waving off Break someone down. you've met for, for like 20 on seconds on my knees <laughs> why <laughs> um yeah so if you're listening or know who that dancer from the jungle videos are um just know andrew staked his interest and he wants to wife you up so uh your so move I, your move, i actually honey. saw something interesting which i couldn't really understand um was it a it book <laughs> Is it words on written words on a page? <laughs> I just what are those? <laughs> I, didn't get I don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, let me just get my is it my first alphabet book? Yes. <laughs> 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 
Was it? No, I'm gonna keep <laughs> it. Your up. first alphabet book. Yeah. How many alphabet books do you need? Twelve. <laughs> Look, some of us were slow learners. <laughs> you needed twelve <laughs> alphabet. Some books. of us would. Some of us had stunted development. <laughs> sounds like a, a brag, dude. B. <laughs> I'm gonna need the third book. A, B, C, D. And my so fourth, fourth, my fourth my alphabet four. book. My um, 26th alphabet books. They so had to I give me I one letter this, at a time. I saw this clip on TikTok, which I think was taken for something else, which was like um, a, an interviewer, interview, like it was kind of like cool, young and trendy. People hadn't, didn't know. So they could have been, it could have been a TV presenter interviewing maybe a rap. I d- something. They they both, I didn't know who either of them were. Okay. Um, and, and they were talking about, and he was trying to explain this point of being like, Basically, you can't wife up a girl if she's slept with, like, if you know she slept with more than six people. And then the mm. interviewer was like, so how many people you slept with? And he goes, I, I can't count. But then why does it bad you? And he, the comments all agree with him. Basically, this idea. Well, you've just that found that, well, you've, what you've found is sexist TikTok. It was, no, but it, but it seems to be like a held belief by a lot of men, which is something that I can't even How old are these men on the comments? Um, well, I think they were all like young twenties. Well, that well then that, that that's obscene. How can these people still exist? I can't be a believer. It's a proper big thing. I'm say the more the merrier. Yeah, because you're going to have some experience, you know. Hundred percent. So I think that the view that a lot of these men have, which seems to be seriously still relevant, and it's a, an element of sexism that even in when you're growing up, I couldn't even conceptualize. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, with, it's with, that the fucking thing is, it's like girlfriend sleep with as many as possible. Does it? You don't care. But as soon as it comes to actually long-term relationship, the idea that they say that takes away, and then you can sleep with as many you as can possible. Do as many. Hey, hey, hey. A key that can open any locks is a great key, but a lock that can only be opened by any key is a bad lock. And people say that as if People they say that with genuine... And they say it as if they've completed the argument. It's like that. It's yeah, like a <laughs> rational way to... It's, they're using it as evidence. <laughs> So why why do you why do you hold this view because of that is that, that trite that ga- <laughs> like anti-gay Christians are like Adam and Eve not Adam and Steve. It's and you like can't <laughs> fault. Don't bring that into it because that makes some sense to me. Um, but yeah, th- that seems to be so coming in because people are getting quite strong that like, he understands what he, they're, they're saying. Like six is too many. Six, but I I guess maybe if you held yourself to the same standards. Well, then, that, no, but that's, that, yeah, because that's, that would be but that's then if we track that logic to its beginning point, if you're a Christian who doesn't believe in sex before marriage, fair then you can't, you. fair play to you. So, I mean, you can't, yeah, you can, you can't knock that if they want to do that, but they are, as you say, holding themselves to the same standards. But I guess it's this weird thing that I, I really have never... Do you th- it's to do with the biology of the vagina. Go on. Because it's about the entering act rather than the entering upon act. It's about, there's, I think dudes imagine the amount of penises that have been in that woman. Go into them. The, uh, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. That, like, they might meet them in there. <laughs> yeah. And I think they're in this... It's a weird gay a Horrible thing, backward... It? it is. Do you think it's gay... They're scared about touching too many dicks. That's a good way to frame it. Yeah. It's a gay panic. Because they think they'll be aroused. But then they wouldn't mind sleeping with a, a woman who slept with lots of people, but they wouldn't... Wouldn't want to marry her. Wouldn't want to marry her. Um, I'm, this is a commonly held belief How, what is in this country. Wouldn't want to marry her. Well, that it's, well, I think it's just a pure sexist view of 
you know, you can fuck, you can play around with a girl like that who's, you know, sleeps around. You can't take her seriously. I mean, when I say sleeps around, seven people in her life. Probably by the time they're like 27. Yeah, it's not sleeping around. It gives me a lot of anxiety thinking that, like, I know I don't have the goods to be her entire sexual experience or a seventh of her sexual experience. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe they realize (laughs) that they're bad at sex. Sure. So. If they've had more than if they've had sex with more than three people, they know they're going to be the third worst. <laughs> yeah, you don't want them to have. You don't want them to know <laughs> what sex could be. Yeah. <laughs> How many sleep people sleep with? Oh, you won't like me then. <laughs> I am not good. Yeah. So because maybe it's like just if you're if if, if yeah because back in the day, if you're what day we're we talking Victorian times. We're talking Victorian times. Of course we are. Yeah. yeah. Um, Big if, hats. If, if shiny pants. Ba- <laughs> no need. Haven't even some romance. Don't need some romance. Because if you're back in those days where it's like a social faux pas for women to sleep with any man apart from the person you're going to marry and men can fuck around, you could go around practicing, realizing your shit. You find a woman, she's your only experience of sex. Yeah. It's like, is that, do you, is it only meant to last 10 seconds? And yes. Yes. This is what sex is. Yeah. Don't read books. <laughs> <laughs> <Go> away. <laughs> well. <laughs> you, you're only meant to, you only meant to have one ball. Yes. <laughs> What have you been looking at? <laughs> Give me those magazines. Have you been speaking to my cousin? <laughs> He's weird, he is too. I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, well, I think we're getting to the number of sexism there. It's to, you know, keep keep the female uh, race. That's not right. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. Keep the female gender subdued and, and down in sexuality and sex life. I guess the reason I bring that down and up say you're not allowed to go and have some sex of the, with men. Some of the modern debates about sexism, it feels like there's nuance to be had. But I can't even see the new ones. There's no, there's no I mean? defending there's, there's, that. There's idea. like, there's complicated things that get oversimplified. Yeah. That I'm like, I agree, but I think there is nuance here. I but think that very commonly held belief, I can't even see the new no, ones. nothing. I genuinely can't even see. We need to get someone like that on the air and talk to them. About I'm it. fascinated because it's actually it's more. I'm more interested than disgusting. What's the word for those really. blokes? That are kind of legends, like legends. Oh, legends. If you're one of those legends <laughs> who has these beliefs, please get in touch with us via please. my and email. And maybe comment. We, you no, know. no, get in touch with me directly via email at andrewkerwin3 <laughs> at gmail.com. Don't say your email. Get directly in comment with me. Um, but I'd prefer, I'd, prefer, I'd prefer that than hate in it. Um, uh, but no, because I, no, I agree. There's no, there's no nuance to be had with it. It doesn't make any sense. I had something to say with it because it's like... Do you think no? Because I think it's worse because nowadays, these days, you, these days, these times. Sorry, these apologies. Days. These days, <laughs> I apologize. I apologize for my language. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hear formally apologize for my use of now instead of these. Um, it's you get these men going on Ugh. daytime. T- oh, tell me about it. Yeah, these men going on daytime TV and saying, I've slept with over 1,000 women. Okay? They go on. I don't know how they book. Great key. Great key? A great key. A great key? Someone's doing the key lock. Oh, a great, oh, yeah. A great, yeah, a great, a great key. <laughs> I thought you said great key. I was like, is that one of them? <laughs> um, so great key comes on morning TV and he says, I've had sex with over 1,000 women. What, like Good Morning Britain and Philip Schofield? Philip Schofield like, wow. says, wow, me too. <laughs> no, men. <laughs> oh. this, was this going to be a Philip Schofield gay joke? Yeah, it was. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so they go, on, they go on this morning and say, I've had sex with over a thousand women. And they ask some questions about it. And they're moderately disgusted by it. 
Holly Willoughby's bringing the main, main disgust. Yeah, she is. And I, so Phillip's that, like for women. me, there's a type of man who exists now who is past, I don't think those men are sex addicts. I think they're completely hollow inside and they're filling that with pure numbers of women that they slept with. It's only about, there's no joy that goes into it. They don't go out once they've had sex. They don't have any nice feelings about it. They're obviously going to feel worse about themselves. But it's not like they enjoy the cum. What they enjoy is... The cum. The cum. Yeah. The coming. Yeah, the cum. Yeah, the, it's weird that you Come said on, let's the not cum. beat around the bush. Sorry, sorry. So instead of, instead of enjoying it, it's enjoying just about cum. knocking up, notching up those numbers on the yeah. bedpost. Yeah. Now, those men are far more dangerous. And that I would have a policy that I've never married a man who's had sex with over 100 women. I think that's a much more fair opinion to have. Because there is a type of man now who does that. Yeah. And I think they're much more non-marriage material than women who have had sex with over seven men. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess the whole the, the, the point is, is that... Yeah, no, I, 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 do, I do agree. But it's, it's, it's kind of like in football when you've got someone who's just purely going for the stats is going yeah, for the yeah. trophies, going for the money. He's not doing it for the love of the game. He's not doing it for the love He's of the game. He's not doing it. He doesn't love cum. I don't think he loves the game. <laughs> he doesn't love cum. <laughs> he doesn't love the cum. How cup. can you trust a man who doesn't love cum? <laughs> he doesn't love the cum. Um, but yeah, I think I think we, we uh, unpacked that very successfully. I'm not done. Okay, go on. No, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Uh, we, we, you've been watching Harry Potter uh, in your kind of like, um, you've been jumping around some franchises. Go on, franchise on. Um, so I, I, I joined you for the fifth one. The fifth instalment. But you've watched them from the start. From so the start. So you're on the fifth now. Including the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, yeah, from the start. Yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know how much these guys know about Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. You've watched it from the start, yep. Including yep. the um, first one. <laughs> uh, not, not limited to, but including the Philosopher's Stone. They call it the Sorcerer's Stone in the United States of America. Yeah, it's fun. Why? Because they um, don't know what philosopher means. Yes, a, a comedian uh, who's been on the show actually has a bit about that. So I'm not going to say the same bit. All right. So, uh, yeah, I've been watching them all. <laughs> uh, what, what are your thoughts looking back on the Harry Potter series? Uh, you can't deny it's fantastic. Cool. Yeah. I love every minute of it. Uh, um, the first one's poor. Well, the first one, is, yeah, of course, but you have to... It, you. It's the, the, the first the joke. The, the first two are sketchy. And but then like Quaron comes in for the third one. Fuck is Quaron. Alfonso Cuarón, the gravity. Oh right, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. He, he fucking he smashes it. it. Out. Sam Mendes smashes it out of the park with yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, huge. hands down the best one. Oh, controversial. What do you think's the best one? Prisoner of Azkaban was the Cuarón one. No, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure. Was it? Yeah, might have been. So now that was Did when Sam it, that's when it changed. No. Yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban maybe wasn't Sam Mendes. Yeah, that was Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, he okay. he, he turbocharged the series. He really did. He really jacked it up to twenty. Yeah. So. The first two, I mean, it's a tough gig, man. I mean, trying to find, realizing the longevity of the series that can happen from it, and then trying to find three child actors who are that age. They must have been, what, 12 or something? Yeah. And then you've got to pick them at 12 years old and hope that they get you through, like, 10 films or something. I would say it, they, they were unlucky that none of them were exceptionally talented actors. It's a shame. <laughs> It's a shame it's a they're that all... None of them were exceptionally talented actors. Now, <laughs> you know what? I think Ron is the best actor. Out of the three. Out of the three. He's not an exceptionally talented he's actor. He's better than Jason Isaacs in the, in the film. Oh, Jason Isaacs, do you not think he's good? No, he's great. Sorry, He's, I was great. Just, he's was fantastic. I was, fantastic. Jo I was joking. Okay. Hmm. 
<laughs> no, I believe Ron is the best actor out of the three. Okay, yeah, agreed. because that he nails he nails the comedy. Yeah, that man nails it. When he does his high pitched, oh bloody hell, I smile. He gets he gets on the yeah. I smile. And do you think the, heartily the way that they why does Hermione move her eyebrows so much? Yeah, ter- she's, she does. It's she it's a every time I see a take from Hermione in Harry Potter, it it feels like the director should go cut cut calls her in. It's just at the moment, it's a bit, it's a bit, mu- there's a lot of acting. A lot of acting. Do you, can we just take it? We're going to go for another take. All yeah, right. we're That's what I more. feel every yeah. time. I'm like, if I was watching that take in Video Village, which they, weird, yeah, yeah. they weirdly call it Video Village, and it's a tent with a monitor. Have you heard this? No. On set, set talk, Video Village is yeah. where the director sits with the monitor mm. under well, a tent. It's well, weird calling it a village. Well, I like it. Why th- uh, maybe there's many monitors and that constitutes different houses, which then therefore constitute. A yeah, it's, it's quite sweet and slightly abstract for quite a pragmatic, um, yeah, a, a, a efficient production. Or maybe they called it that to make Hermione feel less bad about what the take she was doing. Why? Why does that make her feel? Come to Video Village. You've come got to something Video to show Village. you. You need to stop doing that. <laughs> no, get out of my village. Get out and act. <laughs> um, Harry Potter himself, I believe, is the same. A, a similar thing of every take he does. I feel like the director should just call him over and can you like, can you? Stop being such a pussy. Yeah. He just looks like a pussy, even though he's meant to be Harry fucking Potter. So we all like Daniel Radcliffe, I feel, because... Especially it's just, now. Because it's throughout our whole... We've already life. seen him do that long rap on um, a late night show. Yeah. So he's 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 cool. Yeah, he's, he's, he's danking down with the kids. Um, and But then I think the main problem with Harry throughout the series is that he refuses to understand what magic is. Yeah. The, it is ev- the opening to every single Harry Potter... It's him being presented. He's just battled Voldemort. <laughs> like almost every Harry Potter, he's bar- he's just come back from summer where he's battled Voldemort. Yeah. And seemingly, when he goes home from summer, he forgets that magic exists. Yeah. So he sees someone levitate a chair or just set a table, and he's, <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> wow, I love magic. Yeah, he loves magic. In the first episode, he played like a this virtual game of chess. Yeah. With no, this physical but magic game of chess. Yeah. With, with the, after the first movie, nothing should shock, shock Harry, him. Ever. But it only ever shocks him in the light-hearted point at the start of the film because yeah. it needs to be the nice little, yeah. oh, magic is nice and not yeah. just serious. It's yeah. fun. It's silly. It's yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. And it has to go through Harry because he's our vehicle into this world. But my God, the man has been practicing magic forever. I, I agree. And I feel maybe uh, the, the series... It's annoying they caught middle point where he's surprised at quite a lot of magic. It would be good if you're surprised in the beginning and no more, or every time magic happens. Yes, that would be a good way. To I think in his last battle with Voldemort, he should be every spell should be. Expecto like... Patro. Whoa! <laughs> Unbelievable! This is nuts! <laughs> oh my god! I love magic. <laughs> every time. You know what I love magic. All right, Harry. Also, we're discussing. I think. Um, a good way to imagine uh, a kind of reworking of the Harry Potter series is if every time they they often imply quite obvious things to Harry, yeah. Where he, which is like, I think Voldemort is after. I think the biggest threat to him. Part of Voldemort is within you. Yeah, and he will never understand that, that they're talking him. about him. He always thinks they're talking about Ron. But I feel it'd be better if he always assumed whenever they're talking about, whenever they leave it open-ended and it's clearly yeah, not yeah. him, if he always thinks... It's what are you going to do about that, Ron? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, me? <laughs> well, there is, there is one who's the chosen one. Ron. Oh my God, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Ron. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it'll be great if he always thinks he's the side. He's the sidekick to Ron's Harry. If he's the Ron to Harry's, Ron's like, it's clearly Ron. you, Ron. mate. You're the one who's, who's, who's the kid who survived. You've literally got a scar on your head. He who must not be named. Who? Ron. Ron. No, Voldemort. No, Voldemort. Oh fuck! Sorry. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Yeah. No, I get you now. I get you now. <laughs> who is this name in the Goblet of Fire? Ron, what did you do? <laughs> You're underage, Ron. Um, I, the, uh, I also, I'm not gonna. Uh, in the last scene again with Voldemort, um, I believe that every Expelliarmus or Expecto Patronus spell should be replaced with a spell that, um, Ron attempted to do to yeah. Draco Malfoy, which was he was eat slugs, Malfoy. It'll be a lot better if the end scene with Harry Potter and Voldemort was him going, and he go eat slugs, and then it was like, and then. Yeah. And then at the end, Voldemort didn't die. He just let slugs. Yeah, because they 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 showed us in the what, what, when's the eat slugs one? Is that the second one? I think it's the second one. They showed us the power of eat slugs. And Ron was thrown up in a bucket in Hagrid's joint for ages. Is it because he said it wrong that it backfired? So his, his wand was broken. was broken because he went into the tree of. I feel it is weird that how effective eat slugs is. I feel it is a shame that that never came out again. I feel in a lot of these battles, eat slugs could definitely make an appearance. Bang on! Yeah. You're in a battle, and part of the issue with um, part and parcel, part and parcel of the film franchise, part of the issue of these kind of heroic films is they always, they get into battles with bad guys, but because they're heroes and there are moral abattoirs, moral, I don't know, whatever that, moral, uh, moral arbiters, arbiters of, 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 of morality, the, of the moral blah, 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 blah. good. They can't go in and just like fucking kill those cunts. Yeah. It's always got to be the hero has to try stun. and stun them. Yeah. So what better way to stun someone than eat slugs? Yeah, it's true. You're in the middle of a battle with the Death Eaters. Yeah. And then you just imagine Helen, Helen Bonham Carter just throwing up slugs. She Hello. can't battle no more. Yeah, it's that, she, she might as well have been stunned. She might as well have been stunned. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So more, and then you just bring a bit of that hilarity into it. Sure. More eat slugs, less expecto patronum. And as far as, because compared to the Star Wars series, I think, which has like dodgy acting throughout in across... Uh, it's kind if of you badmouth Mark Hamill again in front of <laughs> it, 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 if you fucking badmouth him again it was shockingly cast uh, in some roles but uh, yeah Mark Hamill unreal right. um, but <laughs> with Harry Potter all of the older actors are cast perfectly oh they're incredible they're all, they all, they're all incredible and they're saying silly things yeah but they make it sound amazing it's like that's the little that's it's the way they do their wands in battles it's they're like, just like they're built for it they're just you can tell they spent hey, creepy crush alert <laughs> I find Helena Bon. I find Helena Bonham Carter attractive anyway. Don't say creepy crush. She's an attractive lady. It, I, but Beatrix is strange. Yeah. Okay. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. But you like the the darkness of it. Don't yeah, you? yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. It's like I'm really into it. Quite a lot. The kind of goth crazy hair. Even that. <laughs> That's for you. That's for me. Is she wife material? She's wifey. I'd wife her up. <laughs> But every time so you, she comes it on, it, wouldn't it be feels like a, weird. It wouldn't be like a one-night stand crazy fling with the crazy no, I, I It would be like a long-term relationship. Yeah. I see myself in the Harry Potter universe. And we'd have a whirlwind romance. Like, I'd, just, I'd go to Hogwarts. I'd, 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 I'd be on the good side, I think, um, with a propensity for bad. Um, but then something about her, we'd meet in this. I think we'd be battling. So I'd be a part of Dumbledore's army, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Sounds silly, doesn't it? I think I've actually got that hung up on my wall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. um, so I think we'd be battling each other and then we'd both 
we'd we then we in like a you're, larger you've battle. You've gone eat slug. She's I've gone, gone eat slug. She's gone that. Meeting in the middle. And it's meeting in the middle. And then we go that, and then we just kind of clutch each other's eyes, and it's a close up of her face and a close up of my face, and then we just stop, drop each other's wands, each and then other. <laughs> 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 I put her one down. She puts my one down, and, and then, then car, we passionately no, 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 make no, no, love. No, no. I think yeah, cut. I think no wide, cut. Sh- wide shot. Yeah, wide shot. She's bent over a rock. I've You've got your tra- tra- trousers and pants around your ankles. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and your little bum, and, and you're just bum. yeah, uh, not so little. <laughs> well, pert, pert, yeah, sure, pert. Uh, and then you're you're just going very like very 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 small humps, but mm. very fast, like a Yorkshire Terrier. Absolutely. <laughs> While the battle battles going well, on in the say. wide shot, so we cut back. So as you have loads of cutscenes in these battles, it'll be Ron be rum fighting mr malfoy mr malfoy mr yeah. malfoy it's a fucking you <laughs> mr malfoy etc uh harry fighting voldemort and it w- and then every other every five shots would cut back to that <laughs> to me having not so passionate sex with beatrix the strange well you know uh, lord of the rings has been re-picked up by amazon uh i feel is it I gonna feel, be a tv series it's gonna be a tv series but it's gonna be based on an, a, a different book that tolkien r- wrote but i feel maybe if Amazon is going to re-pick up Harry Potter, then I feel there is a couple of changes that can happen. As in mainly follow Beatrix and Strange. But f- I feel the Eat Slugs because has a bigger part. Oh, but that I goes about, Harry Potter that goes think, about saying. thinking that everyone's always talking about Ron, especially yeah. when they say he who must not be named. He's standing right there. <laughs> not Ron, Harry. <laughs> oh, fuck, who? What? Oh, Voldemort. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Oh, I probably have. Yeah. Do you have anything on Zach Braff? <laughs> What do we think about Zach Braff? I have. Did you used to watch Scrubs? Yeah, big fan of Scrubs. I was a big fan of Scrubs. I look a bit like Zach Braff. Mm-hmm. There's a little. He's got the kind of droopy eyes. Um, okay. And the brown hair. Right, that's done. No, no, no. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's got because I've I've recently watched the comeback trail. Have you seen this? All it advertised everywhere. What the comeback trail? It's like Zach Braff, Robert De Niro. Oh, fuck. and who's the other bloke? Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Okay. I really like Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. It's the worst film I've ever seen. It's, you watched it? Yeah, it's terrible. When did you watch it? Uh, two days ago. Why did you watch it? Fell for the advertising. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> fell for the advertising. But Zach Braff is a confusing character nowadays because he's a very politically correct guy on his Instagram. Yes. But the main thing that confuses me, he's going out with Florence Pugh. Sure. Who's, and I, a lot of in my honesty, I like him a lot less because of that. And yeah. it's not because... Well, there's an age gap, whatever. Yeah. But it's just annoying. It's annoying. Because it's like, she's so gorgeous. Sure. Zach Braff? Zach Zach Braff's a good looking guy. Is it? I don't, is he? Yeah. Is he? Is he really good looking? Yeah, I'd say Zach Braff's good looking. Is he sexy though? No. His personality is very annoying, but she has a very annoying personality. I've heard she does. She's really annoying. So they're kind of perfect for each other. And so at first I kind of was like, a bit grossed out when I heard about them. It was kind of like a Grimes, Elon Musk kind of weirdness feeling. Oh, don't put it that far. <laughs> but um, what, now I realise What kind of sex do you reckon Grimes and Elon Musk have? Um, I feel they... I feel... Uh, do you know what's kind of gross about Grimes and Elon Musk? Because I bet they have like... They like speak to each other in like baby voices and stuff. Oh God, you're so I mean? right. Do you know what I mean? You're so right. Um, oh, and, no. and I think um, that they're, they're like... They show each other like really nerdy memes. I'm like... They're quite. They're probably quite cute in a kind of like they're both kind of big, big fat nerds. Yeah, it's like he Elon shows her a really nerdy meme. They laugh and then they just look at each other and then they start kissing. Yeah, but kind of awkward. Yeah, I think I think the sex is disappointed, but they're actually kind of made for each other, so they kind of more enjoy kind of. Elon Elon can't be good at sex. No, 
Um, Impossible. Because he's... He's too busy thinking about the next big idea. He is. And you I can't don't have that much in your head. And he doesn't understand human emotion. No. Which is a, one of the, the prerequisites for... Being um, good at sex. I, yeah. Respecting the cum. Yeah, um, I, Elon Musk is a man who doesn't respect the cum. He doesn't respect the cum. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any gripes this week? I've got a gripe. Go on. I've got a kosh darn totten pick and gripe. <coughs> we love our listeners. Sure. We do. We're fans of our fans. We're fans of our fans. Hey, you guys. Hey, you if guys. you're a fan of us, we're a fan of you. That's so how it's it a two-way thing. However, you, we get messages in, and it's this isn't so. This isn't just from people we don't know who listen, but it's people we do know who listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get messages that say, "What happens is we'll both get messages in, mm-hmm. replying to something that we've said on the podcast yep. as they're listening to it live." Sure. Some of them. It's fair, like it's nice to talk about some of the things that we've spoken about. Um, bear in mind, we nice. have had it's like we've had had a com- we had this conversation three days ago or two days ago. But what I had recently is someone who was listening and presumed that I was still having that conversation live, as in replying to things that I've said without any context, without anything to signify exactly what they were talking about, to the point where they just sent me. Ha 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 ha! Which I'm a hundred percent sure was just them laughing at a joke that I made on the podcast. Yeah. Now it's very hard to have a conversation with someone when you don't know what it is they're having a conversation with two days ago. You essentially. It's quite a strange thing to get your head around how they must perceive us. Reality. Reality for sure. Reality. Uh, spe- making it more specific. Us. Yeah. Because it. What does that imply? We are. If they can Instagram DM us live reacting to the podcast as we listen. So you get shit like, well, I agree with that point, but, and then like, what point? What point? What point? It's implying that we live, in we the live YouTube, in the podcast, in the box. We live in that box. And every and that's time she the only play. time we exist. <laughs> yeah. But then we only exist not realizing that we live in that box for many other people who click it and then live in different parts of that box yeah. for whenever you click play at the start. We only live in that box for when they click play. That's w- the only time we exist is in their world. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's like every time they press play, we had to run upstairs. And, the and then, <laughs> well, the thing about uh, Danny DeVito is, um, but the, the 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 kicker was the ha 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 ha. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? What's funny? Probably quite a lot of it, to be honest. You'd hope so. Um, we've had a good couple of episodes. Um, yeah. So d- d- talking, just in general, um, discussing film and TV that we've been watching. I I still struggle to find. Um, TV shows that I could really get into at the moment for some reason. I mean, watch The Sopranos and going through it. It's very good. It's very yep. good. It's just my big controversial hot take is I think Sopranos is 9 out of 10. Oh. Which is a big hot take. Yeah, that is. Because people... Yeah. It's great. You get Sopr- crucified for that. Sopranos time. is great. Yeah. But the way people talk about it is like... The second coming of Jesus. Yeah. I've, I, I heard someone... Uh, and it's like a known reference that Sopranos is the greatest thing ever made. Yeah. I heard a comedian on stage talking about how... Um, if he uh, you, he can't be trusted because uh, with um, be able to choose whatever superpower he had because his superpower would be um, forgetting the Sopranos so he could rewatch it again and the the joke <laughs> the ref the reference was we all know Sopranos is great yeah but it's good it's really and at the time sure great and you should all watch it but 
it is kind of like I was kind of a little bit baffled by the way that people talk about it. Like, there's never been anything better ever made. A solid nine. Yeah. So that saying. that's up there with my most controversial opinions. I okay. think Sopranos is nine out of ten. Yeah. Um, but something that is good, which got really hyped up by loads of people saying it was um, good, so I assumed I was going to hate it. Uh, was the boys? I think the boys is great. The boys is fantastic. Um, but something that I found really funny about the boys was um, it, the first scene you get introduced to the sort of male protagonist and he has a girlfriend and the girlfriend isn't conventionally attractive. She's quite like a plain, you know, full Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, that's, that's great. That's great that they're like, <laughs> oh no, I remember, yeah, I genuinely yeah. had the, the yeah, I, I'm the no, genu- I, I had that. the genuine thought. I was like, that's quite cool that they're like, he's not a particularly good looking guy. He's like an average looking guy. She's an, she, with a cool personality, they have a nice relationship. Within three minutes, she gets blown up to smithereen. So Gone. It's just explode yeah. blood everywhere. And throughout the series, they replace her with, with a, go- a gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. it's just, it gorgeous was just so funny. Yeah. It was like, we'll have like an average looking girl, but only so he can yeah. literally explode her, yeah, yeah. blood and guts everywhere, and then we'll get a hot in. It's like, look, <laughs> look, we hear you. We hear there's there's too much attractiveness <laughs> in actors. We're normal people. We've got normal people. relationships. We're no longer going to okay? have a schlubby guy who you gets can, this gorgeous you girl. You can have that for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Now let's, Now he's off. Look at those tits. <laughs> no, it's it's great. Um, the way I was introduced to the boys was uh, my friend Nella was watching it um, in Taha's room. And I came up to say hello um and came in and she was watching the boys and i watched five minutes with her and it was a scene have you have you watched both seasons i'm near the end of the season well, there's a scene there's one where one of their powers is that they can um like a laster girl but with his penis yes yeah I just so watched it's episode. a really long penis that's going through <laughs> so i came up and tar- <laughs> i've been recommended it by a few people i came in tar- all has I, some dodgy wrecks he really well. does <laughs> me and Tara sat through two jack reaches <laughs> best film we've ever seen in one night best film we've ever seen now I enjoy watching with him because one, it's the, it's the joy of which he enters into the film, and then immediately after hearing the feedback, he just sinks. <laughs> and I like watching the soul go out with him. Yeah. Um, but so that was the only thing I was introduced. So I heard recommend, and I thought it was another one of these things yeah. he'd said. Um, but I thought it was going to be a lot of cock, you know, a lot of like silly <laughs> cock superpowers or yeah. something. And I was pretty confused when it first came on because I was just waiting for that cock for scene. For the cock scene. Which doesn't come to like halfway through season two. Yeah. And then finally it came. And I was like, that is the least representative scene of the yeah, entire franchise. Yeah, it's true. Um, but that was fucking great. Enjoy every part of it. It's still this obsession with superheroes, but it's doing it in a more critical way and yeah. actually putting it in a more real life situation, which yeah. is a lot more interesting to watch. You've got to get some capitalism in with your superheroes. It was some pretty, it's some pretty, like for a pop show, it's got some pretty good satire. It really does. Of um, the tyranny of private um, enterprises. I think it's good. You fucking said it, bro. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon. We've got another episode of Gordon Co and Take the Forest coming up very soon. And we'll get back to doing Patreon apps very soon as well. So yeah, heck yeah. Um, peace out, stay swave, um, keep it drippy. Keep it swab. Keep it swavinio. Keep on getting swole. <laughs>